She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode, and I'm so excited we have Ben Warder, and our topic today is all about how to hydrate and heal. We're going to be talking about chronic dehydration, we're going to be talking about oxidative stress, and you won't want to miss it. So Ben, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so let's dive right in and let's talk about, I think I heard a study that was just crazy. It was like, that over 90% of Americans are dehydrated. Like, you know, there's all these different ones out there. First of all, why is it that we're more dehydrated than we've ever been? I think that uh, there's, there's a few different reasons. One is just our extremely busy lifestyle. Um, you know, people are, and also our options for drinking fluids, right? People aren't prioritizing drinking uh, fluids and good fluids as much as they used to. Uh, you know, another thing that can actually lead to dehydration that people don't think about as much as an impaired thirst mechanism. Uh, this can be a symptom of chronic inflammation and uh, also just a, of aging in general and, a, you know, long-term longitudinal DNA damage. When you have an impaired thirst mechanism, your body is not going to properly tell itself to go seek out drinking more fluids when it should, uh, those signals get, get thrown off. Um, you know, so it, it is becoming more and more prevalent. People are paying more and more attention to it, you know, uh, chronic dehydration. It does, like you said, I mean, it affects a huge percentage of the population and kind of un unknowingly to, to many people. Yeah. And I think that people don't realize, you know, a lot of people, are drinking coffee and sodas with caffeine or maybe the night before they had alcohol and then they wake up in the morning, then they're having coffee and they don't realize the coffee, the sodas and the caffeine are a huge issue in dehydrating you. And people are just not even thinking about drinking water until kind of later in the day and they're filling up with, you know, all this coffee and tea in the morning, which is actually making you more dehydrated. Yeah, big time, you know, and there, there's multiple different kinds of dehydration and specifically those things that you mentioned, like a lot of those diuretics, right? Like it, they are fluid that you're putting in your body, right? But what those really do is throw off the balance of, of sodium to water in your system, right? To where you're, you know, you're going to have either excess or, or not, not enough, uh, sodium, uh, ratio to, to the water in your system, right? So that's where, you know, it, it really does lead to a lot of issues for people. Did you guys know that 97% of Americans are deficient in at least one mineral? It's true. You need more than a dozen minerals for your body to function in its best. But with the standard American diet, it's almost impossible. So here's where B minerals comes in. Guess what? All you have to do take one little shot of this one, one little shot of this one, and guess what? It looks like this, but it tastes like water. Take one shot, and boom, in 30 seconds a day, you're getting an entire thing of minerals instead of an entire cabinet 
of supplement bottles. So with Beam Minerals, we make mineral balance simple. Yeah, and a lot of people, you know, are doing a lot of crazy diets right now. Like maybe they're doing the keto diet or even obviously I'm a huge fan of intermittent fasting. Me too. Me and you share that one there. Oh. So it's like we love fasting, but the problem is, is that, you know, while water, water is important, you also need to get electrolytes, right? Like sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium, chloride, where you get those from fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. So water has hydrogen and oxygen, but it doesn't necessarily have all the electrolytes that we need. And so if you're on a diet where you're maybe you know, not getting the potassium. I know for me, I don't eat enough potassium and I feel like I'm always potassium deficient. But, you know, a lot of these keto diets, you're not eating foods that are high in potassium like bananas and sweet potatoes. And, you know, you're cutting a lot of those carbs out and maybe eating more of a ketogenic diet. And that actually can can actually have an effect on the electrolytes that you have in the body as well, don't you think? Oh, big time, big time. And, you know, and you you reminded me about a little, you know, some, something else too, is that another kind of cause of chronic dehydration in some people is not eating any foods that are like rich in water content, right? Like fruits and vegetables, you know, it's, it's more than just the nutrients that are coming from them, but those actually serve as a hydrating mechanism for people. You know, my, my son, he's seven, he has a bearded dragon. Right, he gets his hydration from the lettuce that we feed him. He heart will never, hardly ever drink his water. Right, and I mean, humans really do get a lot of hydration from particular foods that they eat, particular produce. You know, and I know that me, me and you share this in common. Our, our, we, we've both gone through some pretty significant weight loss journeys. Right, and I, like many people, I've tried every single diet under the sun. You know, and I only really felt balance or found something that was really maintainable and that I could systematize, uh, you know, when I had a truly balanced diet, I mean, there, like you said, there's all these extremes of the keto or the carnivore or the, this and the, that, right. And like, you are just leaving out huge pieces of essential, both nutrition and hydration. Yeah. So I'm looking to talk a little bit about your weight loss journey because everyone on the, who listens to this podcast are always probably like, how do I lose another five pounds, another five pounds, you know, that sort of thing. So I want you to just walk us through what your weight loss journey was and how you got to where you are right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate you asking, bringing that up. You know, I, I'm, uh, I'm always happy to share that because, you know, it's just very near and dear to my heart. I have felt what it's like to really struggle for years and decades with, with my weight. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's very difficult. So when I was younger, I, I grew up, I was always, you know, the, the big kid. I was, I was always the, the fat kid at class throughout my entire childhood, childhood. I was obese, um, to where, you know, my senior year of high school, I was over 300 pounds. Um, you know, and so I finally, like, luckily I just, I, you know, I'm very blessed to have a great support system. Um, you know, my, my mom and my brothers and, uh, a personal trainer that befriended me at the time and gave me just a super heavily discounted regimen and led me on my diet program. But I was able to pretty much over the next 
14 or 15 months, I went from uh, about 315 pounds down to about 175 pounds. I almost lost like half of myself, you know, and uh, it was absolutely life changing. Now I'm about 205 to 210, you know, so over time I've, I've built up a little bit of muscle mass, but it really does like my health really was at a really early age going downhill because of, uh, you know, all of my excess weight. And, um, I just, you know, now I just have a real passion for helping people with that. I mean, not only weight loss, but just really helping people to just feel better every moment of every day. Right. I mean, that, that's what, that's what we're all looking for. You know, the worse you feel and the, you know, the less you take care of yourself, right? The, the less productive you're going to be, uh, the less you're going to be able to do for yourself or your family or your organization. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, my, uh, through my weight loss journey and I just got very interested in nutrition and, and wellness and biohacking and, uh, you know, which just kind of in, informed my uh, career path and out to this point. I don't know about you guys, but I am stressed. And if you're feeling overwhelmed this holiday season, then I get it. With all the family get-togethers, it is just a relentless source of stress. But anyway, there is something that I've got called Stress Guardian. And it's actually made by Bioptimizers, the people who make the magnesium breakthrough, which I love, love, love. But anyway, they are literally made this new product. It has 14 adaptogenic herbs and it just regulates your stress. I just actually took some right this second. And it's awesome. If you go to stressguardian.com slash waste away and put in waste away for 10% off your first order, it's stressguardian.com slash waste away. Go there now. Yeah, so a lot of people uh, are talking about how just drinking more water is actually not the way to stay hydrated. And so this whole concept um, that people are talking about is that like, actually, you could drink more and more water. And if you drink water, 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 but you don't have the sodium and the other electrolyte, then you just pee out the water and it could actually make you more dehydrated. Can you talk about that? Yeah, especially, you know, a lot of people drink just purified water or distilled water, right? And that's like another one of those things that can really throw off your water to sodium balance and cause a lot of symptoms of dehydration as well, right? Kind of that mechanism that you're talking about. I mean, you can flood your system, flood your system with as much purified water as possible. And what it's going to make you do is, is kind of pee out even more of some of the sodium and electrolytes that you're really trying to keep inside. Uh, you know, so it's going to throw that, throw that balance off even more. And, you know, to really recover from being in a state of chronic dehydration, it takes, uh, you know, if, if you're just going to be drinking and eating foods, you know, ingesting things orally, it can take three to five days of like a really concentrated effort for your body to be able to absorb into, you know, it's blood, it's tissue and your systems, uh, you know, that, that, that water, those, that water and electrolytes is great. Mm-hmm. So there's also people who talk about, so like if someone would have the choice, if they were going to take a glass of water 
or if they were going to have a glass of water with electrolytes, you know, all these different packets, or if they were going to do IV therapy. Talk about the differences and which do you think hydrates you the most and why? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's a great question. You know, I mean, just just drinking water, like if you drink like a, you know, a cup of water, you know, uh, you're only going to really retain in your system. I mean, even if you are really dehydrated, you're, you're going to retain a small percentage, right? 10 to 15%, 20%. Um, also with it, you know, depending on what type of water it is that you're ingesting, if it, if it has zero of the accompanying electro electrolytes, right? It can lead to a little bit of imbalance there. Um, drinking water with an electrolyte packet, there's a lot of great products out there. Um, you know, I, I know of a ton and I, I used, uh, you know, I used that, that, that can be, you know, it's probably if you're going the oral route of really rehydrating somebody who is de acutely dehydrated in the moment, like that's, that's definitely the way to go. Um, the IV therapy is becoming very, very popular. Um, that's definitely by far the best and fastest way to address a state of dehydration. Um, you know, because those, those fluids and electrolytes are going directly into your bloodstream, right? When you're ingesting something into your stomach, your body has to force it through all these systems and filters right and it gets some of it gets lost in this process it takes hours and hours to get there versus intravenously you're you're soaking it right up right there in the moment you know and immediately you can feel the difference immediately you know that's why it's getting so popular um a fun, you know, pretty fun statistic from iv hydration that uh you know i've always loved is that getting a liter of fluid um, in an, in an IV bag, it, it hydrates your system and your blood, um, to the same level as if you were to drink two gallons of water in 20 minutes, right? Which is impossible, you know, for a, for a regular human to do. That's how much you would have to have in there at one time to force its way through your system over the hours that your stomach would just be in the worst pain of ever. Well, I want to say that. I want to say this because I don't think people have a lot of people know about this, but I just I heard a story about a girl who was doing a marathon and then she chugged a whole bunch of water really, really fast when she was done and she literally died. And it's actually people don't talk about it, but water intoxication or hyponatremia happens when your kidneys are unable to excrete surplus fluid. And so your kidneys can only handle so much water at a time. And if you don't have the proper sodium levels and, you know, the proper electrolytes, um, you can, you know, like literally die. Like I, there's tons of cases, believe it or not, of people running these crazy marathons and then chugging a ton of water. And it's not good for your kidneys either. Oh yeah, not at all. I mean, and renal dysfunction and disease is, you know, one of the biggest symptoms of chronic dehydration. Um, you know, I, I heard about that story too, right? I mean, I've, and I've heard of a few others, you know, some you hear about these water drinking competitions and stuff, but I do remember exactly what you're talking about with that marathon, you know, it's heartbreak, right? I mean, she's at that moment just trying to chug it down, you know, but her, her system was just unable to do what it's supposed to do, 
right? I mean, when, when you're in that state, your system just can't, can't do what it is meant to do, uh, what it's designed for. So. So as far as, um, when you're talking to people and and I know that you're seeing chronic dehydration over and over and over, you know, talk about some of the things when you see people who are chronically dehydrated, what are some things that you see, maybe skin diseases or gastric dysfunction or inflammation? Like, what are you seeing that that chronic dehydration is actually producing? Definitely. Uh, you know, causes a, a lot of skin diseases, uh, absolutely a lot of inflammatory skin diseases, right? Um, the gastric dysfunction is a huge one uh, for people. I mean, that leads to, you know, lethargy is something else, right? General low energy. Uh, but the gastric dysfunction, I think, is the biggest one when people come in and are uh, often talking about dealing with chronic constipation or flare-ups of things like you know, IBS, Crohn's disease, and things like this, right? Some of these chronic inflammatory issues of the gut. So much, like a lot of that can come from, uh, you know, just not having enough fluid that we need, right? I mean, our body is made out of like 70% water. And that water going through your gut is absolutely essential to to keep your gut clean, to feed the tissues in your gut and give them the, the you know, almost like the oil to your car, right? I mean, it's like a tool that it needs to operate smoothly. Um, and, you know, gut dysfunction has a whole host of other symptomology that will present itself, you know, and, and some of it has to do, you know, one thing that I just find so fascinating right is that our gut is full of neurons right our gut is full of brain cells and that's why when people say you know you feel that in your gut right you're you know trust your gut you literally are thinking and trusting and feeling things emotionally in your gut because it's the same brain cells down here as as are up here you know so there are there are a lot of other symptoms that people will have and talk about you know like depression uh, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, right? Uh, There's a lot of data that shows that chronic dehydration, uh, can lead to a lot of that stuff that starts in the gut and with your gut health. Um, you know, so, but not, you know, I, I mean, when people come to come to see me and are talking about some of those things, I mean, we can, we can get them pretty instantaneous relief in the moment. And especially if we can get them on uh, you know, a regular program and it just makes a world of difference. So one misconception of hydration I've heard is like a myth is that if your pee is clear, then you're hydrated. And so I've heard people say that hydration is not about the water in your bloodstream or the urine. It's about the water inside the cells of your body. So if you're peeing clear, that simply means that the water you drink has passed from the gut to your bloodstream and out of your kidneys before ever getting inside your cells. So maybe having clear urine is not the same as hydration. So I want you to talk about that because I think the biggest misconception that people have is that they're not forgetting the water has to get inside the cells of your body, not just going in your mouth and just, yeah, you know. just right through. Right. I mean, you know, that, 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 that really is. And I, I think that, you know, generally for a relatively 
healthy person with a healthy system, that rule, it, it can kind of apply, but, but it, it is not nearly as a all applying or strict of a rule as people have made it out to be. I remember as a kid on sports teams, right. And going to camp, they're always telling you, make sure your pee's clear today, right. You know, make sure, right. But you know, your pee could also be super clear because you have a kidney disease, right. Or you have some other kind of issue going on in which you're, you still are dehydrated, but your body isn't properly getting rid of certain things that it needs to get rid of or that are supposed to pass through. Right. So, I mean, that is a really great point. Like, you know, that just because you're being clear, it does not mean that you're truly hydrated on cellular levels. Uh, so yeah. So let's talk about how hydration is directly tied to the inflammatory processes. Like, you know, the process, you know, right now it seems like everybody has chronic inflammation and, you know, the process of chronic inflammation, a lot of that is a result of the lack of hydrogen H2 that's delivered by both your microbiome in your gut and by the water, right? So talk about how, you know, the dehydration is tied to the inflammatory processes. You know, the uh, chronic inflammation and, you know, oxidative stress are like some of our you know, our fleshy human bodies, right? Our biggest enemies in the modern world. Uh, and what is, you know, I mean, the number one leading cause of death in America is chronic diseases. And the list goes on and on and on. You know, we have never been really faced as a whole population with such a level of chronic disease across the board, you know, and, and it's very sad. And it's kind of what, also has fueled me into into getting into what I do. Uh, but dehydration definitely plays a big part in your body not being able to handle the process out inflammation. I think even even bigger one though is is uh, is oxidative stress. That's kind of a you know has been a humongous focus of mine and in, in my practice and in my in my studies. You know, oxidative stress occurs in the body when there's a buildup of free radicals in your cells. Um, these little chemicals that we call free radicals are metals, plastics, pollutants, other chemicals, right? And the, what these things do is they steal other electron thieves. They steal electrons from cr every crucial chemical process that happens in your cell, right? I mean, we're just this big fluttering thing with electricity going through us. And that electricity is what, you know, carries out every function in our body. You know, and so the more free radicals that you have in your system, the less able your system is able to carry out those functions on the most simple level. Um, you know, and what's really kind of sad about it is that once you get to a certain point, if if somebody hasn't really addressed like their sort of systemic oxidative stress and inflammation, uh, what happens is infl like. Chronic inf so inflammation by itself, like under normal circumstances, is really it's a natural healing response of your body, right? It's it's a it's a good thing, um, you know. It sends immune cells and blood there, right, to to help, uh, you know, to help heal the area, the wound, whatever's going on. But inflammation also responds to oxidative stress, you know, and and so if you're not taking the steps to 
really curb that oxidative stress and get those free radicals out of your system, what happens when that chronic inflammation sticks around too long is it, it gets stuck and it ends up damaging the tissues that are there, you know, and, and depending on what tissues are damaged, this could be skin tissues or different organ tissues, um, that chronic inflammation is linked to pretty much every single chronic illness and disease that exists now and has ever existed in the past. Um, you know, one of the reasons that oxidative stress is kind of such a big thing right now is we've sort of never lived in a world with so many stressors like our food, uh, you know, processed foods, sugary foods, these highly palatable foods full of preservatives, different chemicals, create a lot of oxidative stress, environmental toxins, and all of the industry, air quality, pollution, right? Stress is a big one. I mean, I, I kind of feel like us as a society, we are all just more stressed right now in general with kind of how quickly things are moving, our short-term attention spans, these for instant gratification, right? And how cop I mean, how the world is moving, we're all just very stressed. I mean, all, all these things need to build ups and that oxidative stress in your body. And if and if you're not feeding yourself, I mean, even a lot of the perceived healthy diets in America are not are not don't really have like the nutrients that we need to handle those higher levels of oxidative stress, you know. So um it's just becoming more and more prevalent and, and just affecting, I mean, more and more people. I just I see it more and more all the time. That's why we're really trying to um really trying to let everybody know what we're doing so we can help them out. Guys, I just want to interrupt for just a second and I want you to hear Paul Saladino talk about why liver is so important. And if you don't like liver, we have another option for you. Your ancestors were eating liver. And the reason that this sort of wisdom has been passed down is because liver is very nutritious. It's basically nature's multivitamin. If you look at the nutrients in meat, they're great. You've got zinc, you got B6, you got B12, you got some K2. But if you look at liver, it really complements what's in muscle meat. And there are many unique nutrients found in organs, specifically liver as a powerhouse of these, that are difficult to obtain outside of liver. Like meat and organs are like peanut butter and jelly. They just go together. They're supposed to be eaten together. The easiest way to eat liver is just to do it raw. If you don't want to eat liver raw, you can cook it. But the reason that I like to do it raw is because there are unique nutrients in liver that are probably somewhat degraded when you cook the liver. This really is like the most nutrient-rich supplements that you can find. And they are amazing. I have tried them. I absolutely love them. So just go to heartandsoil.co, use the coupon code Chantal Ray, and save you some money there. So I know that you're a big fan of getting an IV and that's one of the best ways for you to get hydrated. Talk about what are the different types of fluids? So there's a lot of people just think, okay, I go in and there's just one type of fluid that you can get in your IV, but there's not, there's more than that. Talk about the different kinds of what you recommend. Yeah. So it kind of uh, depends a lot, right? So when you're going to get an IV, um, not like at the doctor's office, but you know, like at a, at an IV clinic or a nutrient therapy clinic, depending on sort of the nutrients or the recipe that we're going to put in that bag will sort of affect which fluid most of the time we, we use. So like a general, a general across the board, someone comes in and is just looking for some hydration. We're going to give them, you know, it was called normal saline, which is like a 
0.9% concentration of saline with uh, some sodium and other electrolytes in there, right? Um, that's just for your normal run of the mill. So it has that sodium and it has that fluid going into you at the right balance, you know, with something that we call osmolarity, right? As we start changing the recipes and adding, subtracting other nutrients, we may, we may need to reduce, you know, the concentration of the sodium in that fluid. So we'll use a, a half, half, half normal saline, which is a 0.45 concentration. Um, if so, someone generally would not request that, um, like just for, we wouldn't really want to give that to somebody plain just because that is, that's going to throw off that balance of sodium and water in your system. We also have completely sterile water, um, as, uh, you know, what, one of our, uh, one of our products, but we re we generally have that reserved for, you know, the super mega dose vitamin C, uh, you know, that we, that we do for cancer clients. Uh, but you know, the Oz, you know, we just really, it's all about dialing down the osmolarity for people to where that fluid is, is the right balance and concentration so that your blood and body is, is going to really know what to do with it. It's going to carry those nutrients into those cells in the right way. Um, we do have like kind of one option sort of, so to, so to speak is lactated ringers are very popular. Um, that is kind of like the, our regular saline solution at 0.9, uh, sa saline solution, but the lactated ringer just comes automatically built in with additional potassium and magnesium. Um, you know, two other crucial electrolytes. So I, I you know, a lot of clients will re request the, uh, let the lactated ringers just as, as a choice, but we have in total, we have four, four different kinds of fluids that, that we, that we use. Awesome. Let's talk about NAD because now I'm hearing that you know, NAD seems like it's all the rage. My husband actually did a few IV drips. I think he did like six IV drips of NAD and he swears by it. He's just like, I'm telling you, it changed everything. He's just like a huge fan of it. And what would you say, first of all, for people who don't know, what is NAD? Why is it so powerful? And do you agree? Like, is this kind of a game changer? And what, what's your opinion? Big time game changer. I, uh, NAD was, you know, the first thing that I learned about that even steered me toward this industry. Um, I use NAD very regularly. Um, and all of my family, friends and loved ones and anyone I care about, I make sure that they also regularly use NAD. Um, so NAD is kind of, it's all the rage in the, anti-aging community right now um you know it's anti-aging technologies are becoming increasingly popular and studied and getting more effective and nad has been very very popular in the anti-aging community for years now so really like just to put it simply what it does is it's an essential it's an essential building block or ingredient into making repair enzymes in your cells um repair enzymes of all kinds uh, you know, and the, you know, the biggest one of one, I think one of the biggest benefits to highlight is, is specifically, uh, DNA damage repair enzymes and our DNA damage repair chains, right? So, so DNA damage, our DNA gets damaged all the time, uh, by everything in life. Um, lack of sleep, you know, you hit your arm on, so your DNA is always getting damaged all the time. And our body has the capability when fed properly to repair the damage to that DNA. 
you know, so our DNA is the software that runs our hardware, right? So software with less errors and viruses, right, is going to operate whatever equipment it's it's uh, it's running more more efficiently. And NAD is directly involved in six out of the body's eight DNA damage repair systems. Uh, but the real reason it's it's big in the anti aging community is is that as we get older. Uh, our body, you know, loses its capability to create NAD on its own. Um, that's one of the things that leads to the symptoms of aging. You know, a lot of the anti-aging folks are looking at aging as a disease with symptoms that is that can be treatable. Um, you know, so some of the symptoms of aging, right? Your DNA takes on more damage over time. Your body is less able to make repair enzymes, so you repair less efficiently. Um, you're more sore after a physical exercise. When you get sick, it hits you a little harder. You know, your your cells will begin to degenerate faster than they regenerate. Your ocular cells will start to not work as well, not be able to generate as efficiently, right? When you get a cut, you're not going to heal as quickly, right? All these things that happen as we age, a lot of that comes from your body just having way less NAD available. Right. So when you flood your body with high dose of high doses of NAD, it, it fills you up with repair enzymes, right? Which just enhances the potential for repair processes to take place that wouldn't be able to take place otherwise without that supplementation, because your body will simply stop creating NAD. Eventually you run out of it and then bye bye, you know? Um, so the NAD therapy is very, very important, big, big to me. I, that, and that's one that I use religiously, you know, it, it has just a tremendous effect on my personal life. Um, you know, my parents, right. Uh, you know, my brothers, you know, all these people that I want to keep, keep feeling good and keep around as long as I can, you know, I mean, we all, we all draft feel the drastic benefits of it. I mean, for me, it gives me an incredible sort of ment mental edge, you know, as a, young business owner i'm grinding and i know you know exactly what that's like and uh the nad therapy really helps me to stay in high gear and i can feel it when i don't have it you know i think what it really does for me is it makes my rest much more efficient so that when i wake up i mean even if maybe i didn't get the best night of sleep like that time period that i am asleep i'm my body's preparing itself you know it's preparing itself really well you know so uh, that's really cool that your husband uh, kind of went through a, a six six pack of a six pack treatment of it and, and felt real benefit from it. That's that's so awesome. Did you guys know that your thyroid's main food is iodine? And guess what? Mercury and other toxins gobble up your selenium, and your thyroid glands need selenium to convert iodine to thyroxine. So if you have mercury fillings and with all the toxins and mold, your selenium just, just gets gobbled up. So here's the bottom line. I take something called Peak Thyroid. It's got iodine, it's got copper, and it's got selenium. Everything you need to get your thyroid back to functioning without medicine. So go to ChantelRayWay.com slash upgraded formulas. Use the coupon code ChantelRay to get a huge discount. Well, I'm going to read you a listener question. It's from Sandy Williamson in Charlotte, North Carolina. I love Charlotte. What's up, Sandy? 
She says, I've lost 24 pounds so far by doing intermittent fasting. You just finished reading your latest book, One Meal and a Tasting, and lost another five pounds. Woohoo. So thank you for that. She said, after putting those tips in place from the book, one more thing I started doing is getting IVs with glutathione. And I've heard you say on your podcast, you have a few skin issues. And I have some skin issues, but a little bit different. I have acne and rosacea. And I wanted to tell you, I've been doing IV drips that include glutathione. I also have been doing IVs because I've been doing so much intermittent fasting that I have a lot of problems with constipation. I've heard you talk about constipation, and I just thought I'd give you that tip that the IVs have been helping. Much love and keep on doing what you're doing, Sandy Williamson. Oh, that's so cool. You're awesome, yeah. Sandy. I'm so happy to hear about that. Congratulations on all that, too. That's amazing. Yeah, so let's talk about what she said. Have you seen people use... First of all, I want you to say what, um, you know, what is it? that you're seeing that has had the biggest impact on people. Like for her, she's saying the glutathione and she's saying the IVs, I guess like what you were saying. I always talk about constipation. So I think it's so cute. Everyone, I talk about it because it's a major problem for me. And so people yeah. kind of write in and give me tips, right? Like I'm oh, yeah, that's cool. I love it. They're always like, you know, I heard you talk on the podcast about constipation. And so I guess her getting these regular weekly IVs are helping her with the constipation that she has. Because the one thing I will say, if you and you do intermittent fasting, intermittent fasting or even doing extended fasting, it really can cause some constipation depending on what you're eating in your your eating window and so forth. Absolutely. Big time. And I have felt for too. So share your your eating window and kind of what you do when you, if you're going to get an IV, what's kind of your favorite go-tos? You know, I'm, that's so cool that you mentioned uh, the glutathione specifically because I very often will like start clients off with a little bit of a glutathione regimen. Glutathione is considered like the king of all antioxidants, right? You know, oxidative stress occurs in your body, which like would right leads to inflammatory issues like acne, some of the other things you talked about, inflammatory gut issues, right? Oxidative stress happens when there are more free radicals than antioxidants. And glutathione is an incredibly potent antioxidant. It has the ability to bind to so many different free radicals, right? That's really what antioxidants do. Is the free radicals are trying to steal electrons from your cells. And then the antioxidants come in and they bind to those free radicals, basically kind of make them non-existent, null and void. And glutathione is so effective because it can bind with so many different free radicals that affect us in our body. You know, so I I, I recommend people getting glutathione re regularly. Um, add that on every week or every two weeks. Um, you know, playing with the dose depending on how how you're feeling. You know. Um, but yeah, yeah, the, the glutathione is huge for skin health as well. Uh, a lot of people um, regularly will use glutathione, uh, you know, to sort of just brighten their skin and help to push out toxins and, and free radicals in your skin tissue. Uh, glutathione is really, really effective and, and with that. So, yeah, that, that, that's really cool. Um, all right. So this is another question from Wendy Denmarco from Houston, Texas. What's up, Wendy? 
<laughs> she said, I just watched this video on TikTok that talks about B12 shots and that it has cyanide in it. Do you think that's true? I heard there's two different types and she kind of goes on and I'm not going to continue on. But let's just stop right there and answer that question. Does some of the B12 shots and some of the B12 that goes in, does it have cyanide in it? And how would you avoid that? Not uh, in my experience. I have never come across that in any of any of my clinics or within my network whatsoever. Um, I think that I, I have heard i have heard of this before i have never encountered it and I know i've been in the iv world for a little while now. um i think the real way to confirm and it's great that she, wendy brings that up too because i have had clients come to me and say hey can i see your vial of b12 i'm like yeah of course right you know that it's all it all comes from united states compounding pharmacies but most most often a higher quality place who's going to be offering B12 shots is just going to give you methylcobalamin, you know, which is which is methylated B12, and it's just this purest form. That's what your is what your gut transforms it into when you eat food with B12 and it's that, that cobalamin. So we do, we do methylcobalamin in there, no no cyanide whatso- whatsoever, you know. So I would say if you if you are worried, like if you're going to a place that's given B12 shots, you have any worry whatsoever about that, and I just ask them to like see their products you know i mean I, if you have nothing to hide we're always out there i know i know for a fact i know for a fact there are iv places out there and and so i will just say this what you just said the form that you want is methylcobalamin yes but there's cyan cobalamin cyanocobalamin which is the artificial form of vitamin b12 um, which the body converts into an active form of methylcobalamin, but that cyocobalamin B12 does contain a cyanide molecule. And so for me, I always ask, like if I'm going somewhere, I say, am I getting methylcobalamin or is this cyanocobalamin? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's all, always the best practice, right? I mean, it's, extremely important to know exactly what's going in your body yeah you know there's unfortunately in this world there's a lot of people that are going to tell you what you want to hear and just give it to you anyways um you know so i mean i i i love the fact that she brought that question up because that's just a great point in general i mean anyone who is considering going to get IV therapy wherever you're at right that's generally a great practice so that's off to you Wendy. yeah and then um Let's talk about back to what we said. What is the the nutrient that you're seeing? If you had to say like the majority of people, they're mostly deficient in this when we give them this. I mean, obviously there's so many different things, right? That people could get. There's, you know, B12, there's all the B complex, that's the amino acids, magnesium. But if you said, if you're only going to go in, the top two that I see people are deficient in is what? I would think that, I think I would say that the, I see, you know, I mean, we have like over 30, 30 different nutrients on, on our menu. I see people 
have the very most drastic benefit from one of our simplest ones that we don't even put in the bags because it's fat soluble. It's vitamin D. Uh, vitamin D, I mean, that's like our simplest, cheapest service that has the, I mean, my testimonials from my clients who come in and just try vitamin D are off the charts because like, you know, 96% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D in order to really naturally produce, um, the, you know, what, what your body would need, you would need to be outside in the sun with a surface area exposure level of your skin of basically being naked for two hours in the sunshine. And no one does that. I'm wearing long sleeves right now. I'm inside a building. Right? I mean, no one is really getting that exposure. You know, we used to way back in the day to what our biological form evolved to, right? We used to be outside all the time. You know, it wasn't really as much of a concern, you know? So the vitamin D has, I think what I see it have the biggest effect on people is they say they're, they're moved. They will say that, you know, I've had some people, you know, they're like, there's no way we're going to have a needle stuck in us, right? They get one vitamin D shot and they're, they're like, oh, nothing has changed my mood like that in years. Like, help me get over grief or help me get over this spell of just feeling down and like lethargic, unproductive, right? That one's a very good one. I think the other, the other one people, the other two that people are going to get the greatest benefit from are uh, vitamin C and NAD. Uh, the NAD that we were talking about. I mean, vitamin C is another one of those just king of antioxidants, just really strengthens your system, helps you to produce all kinds of other essential nutrients that your body is going to use. Uh, you know, so vitamin C is a lot more than just soaking up the vitamin C. It's going to promote you creating all kinds of other nutrients that your system really needs. I love it. Well, this has been amazing. Tell listeners where they can find you, where they can follow you. Oh yeah, most definitely. I so I so appreciate you having me. It was really was such a pleasure. Um, they can find us at uh, I I am one of the owners of IV Nutrition uh, in Virginia. Um, we have locations in Virginia Beach and Suffolk. You can find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at IV Nutrition Va Beach or at IV Nutrition Suffolk, uh, as well as IVNutrition.com. Uh, you know, we do IV nutrient hydration therapy, wellness, blood testing, um, you know, create customized plans for people based upon their blood data with functional medicine consultations, you know, we do all kinds of cool stuff. So definitely, definitely, definitely check us out there and come see us. Awesome. And I've been there. It's absolutely amazing. And I am one of those people, it's almost impossible to get blood out of me because my veins are so tiny and so small. They have this machine there that literally finds your veins. And the first second she got my, she was able to get the IV in my veins and it was perfect. And the customer service and everything is amazing. So you guys definitely want to check it out. And you guys stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.